what is Shri Vidya? And what is the benefit of Shri Vidya, of practicing Shri Vidya? From the perspective of science of mantras, the science of mantras has two kinds of mantras. There are mantras of Devi, feminine energy. There are mantras of masculine energy. Within those, masculine and feminine, you have further three types, uh, which I won't go into now. But the mantras of Devi, of feminine en energy, are called Vidyas. So when there is a mantra of a Devi, it means Vidya. A good mantra of a Devi will always have what's called a seed syllable. When there is seed syllable in a mantra, then it's like sowing a seed. That seed is going to go inside you, in your consciousness, and sprout, and make you a worthy recipient of the grace of the deity of a mantra. Every mantra has a deity, an owner of that mantra. If I were to look at Devi's physical form, for example, that's her visual aspect. But her sonic aspect, the aspect of sound, if I were to represent mantra, a Devi by sound, I would use her mantra. For example, if you meet somebody who does not know Om Swami, how will you tell that person who is Om Swami? Let's say you don't even have a picture. If you have a picture, you'll say, oh, this is Om Swami. And he was not in Big Boss. So, <laughs> so you'll say, this is Om Swami. Or you might say, oh, his name is Om Swami. To represent this entity called Om Swami, you will use the name called Om Swami. And just like you have a phone number, you call that number and you get straight through to the person. Mantra is the number of that god or goddess. Through a mantra, you get through to that energy. Now, Shri means Devi, the primal mother, the first mother, the empress. Om Shri Mata, Shri Maharagi, Shri Matsangasaneshwari. She is she, Shri Mata, the mother goddess. Shri means somebody whose refuge you can seek. You can never seek the refuge of a weak person. You can only seek the refuge of a strong person, of somebody who is stronger than you. The more faith you place in your object of worship, living or non-living, the greater benefit you will derive from that object of worship because it's up to you how you are going to invoke it. If you place that, that faith 
you will derive greater and stronger inspiration and strength so shri is when you can seek devi's refuge she alone is capable of giving refuge shri maharagi because she is the empress there are two words one is maharani the other one is maharagi maharani is the queen every maharaja a king has a queen maharagi is somebody who is the empress in her own rights she may have a king of her own the emphasis is on devi shri maharagi shrimat singhasaneshwari most gloriously she is seated fearlessly nobody can move her nobody can remove her nobody stronger than her nobody can uh, dominate her she is devi just like uh, in that dance we just saw that little girl who was kali look how fearsome and ferocious she was nobody could could dominate every once in a while a woman assumes the form of of kali to protect her children to protect her family to protect what she has created so devi is capable of offering you refuge chidagni kund sambhuta dev karya simiddhata that such a devi she can only be invoked from the purest recess of your consciousness of your heart chidagni kund sambhuta where the fire of your consciousness rises to invoke her shri vidya is the the knowledge of invoking that first devi mother goddess going by the puranic legend when uh, madurga was you know she came about she originated before her existed the first consort of shiva the first form of shakti that's devi called shri vidya in tantra maha tantra has 10 key devis and they begin with kali and end with kamlakmika in between is there is a goddess called maha tripur sundari tripur means three cities which refers to three modes of material nature sattva rajas tamas mode of goodness passion and ignorance three states of human being of a human being which is uh, dreaming awake or sleeping and rest of the elements so she is the most beautiful tripur sundari sundari means beautiful she is the owner of all that is there now shri vidya has certain aspects there is formless shri vidya and there is formed shri vidya in formless aspect you might pray to goddess in the form of kundalini the energy aspect or you might pray to her simply 
प्लीज बेटा सिंपली सोनिक एस्पेक्ट विच इज जस्ट द साउंड विच विल नॉट हैव एनी रिचुअल्स जस्ट एक्सट्रोडनरी चैंटिंग एंड रिसाइटल ऑफ देवीज मंत्र एंड थर्ड इज द एस्पेक्ट विच इज वर्शिपिंग हर फॉर्म वेन यू प्रे टू हर फॉर्म दैट श्री विद्या हैज फर्दर थ्री एस्पेक्ट फर्स्ट इज हर मंत्रा द साउंड हर सोनिक रेप्रेजेंटेशन mantra can be trayakshri which means three letters it's generally how you get somebody started on the path of shri vidya mantra sadhana but that does not mean this mantra is any less potent than the longer mantras this is a dynamite in its own right because trayakshri has only three seed syllables each one can be placed on a different chakra or each one can be placed in one part of the body depending on which energy you want to invoke the most after trayakshri then if an aspirant if a seeker if an uh, if a seeker if somebody a practitioner is walking the path properly then he or she is given what's called panchadashi panchadashi is a mantra that comprises of 15 letters panchadashi means 15 even though i'm using the word letters in between this mantra at three different places called trayakuta is the seed syllable which is not actually a letter but a combination of letters it's a word not a letter it's a syllable once a sadhak a practitioner really shows progress on the path then the guru may choose to give that person what's called shodakshari a mantra of 16 letters but generally it's not needed at all panchadashi is pretty much whole soul second aspect of shri vidya is lalita sahasranam 1000 names of the goddess when we love somebody we give them so many names you know we call them with different names but when you are angry you would almost always address that person with her, his or her just formal name you won't call them that lovely devi name you might have given them earlier you won't say honey why are you shouting at me you know for why the hell are you shouting at me like you would say something like that or you get the idea so lalita sasranam are thousand names of goddess that i am going to call upon goddess in everything and whatever i am going to do in my life maheshwari mahakali mahagrasa mahashana she is maheshwari the ultimate controller ishwar maha ishwar the supreme ishwari the one who has that uh, uh, presiding force uh, over everything mahakali she is the ultimate destroyer the beginning of all creation महाग्रासा शी कैन गोपल अप द होल क्रिएशन उन्मेश निमेश उत्पन्न विपन्न भुवनावली इन द ब्लिंक ऑफ एन आई वेन देवी ओपन क्रिएशन है डिस्ट्रक्शन इन दैट ब्लिंक क्रिएशन है 
many many planes of existence get created third aspect of shri vidya so lalita sasranam is used to invoke our sentiment towards devi that she is everything anything that happens to you in your daily life in your life if you can give it a name you will find that name in lalita sasranam and then those who cannot do sasranam for them there is this thing called trishati trishati is 300 names of goddess not the the full 1000 names but i always say just do lalita sasranam just stick to one thing that's always been my philosophy third aspect of shri vidya is ashri yantra ashri yantra is the energy representation of devi you can have a four dimensional shri yantra also called a meru yantra on which you do or you can have a flattened shri yantra just a drawing and if it's just a drawing then you are going to offer in fact even on the other one if you are a good practitioner good aspirant then you are going to offer right at the place wherever you need to offer whatever worship you need to offer why because shri yantra contains all the companion energies of mother divine so shri yantra is not just praying to devi but it is also invoking all the other energies before the prime minister of a country would make a visit anywhere there are going to be many many teams that are going to visit that place to make sure it is all okay there is going to be that multi-tier security you know multiple blankets to protect that vvip person similarly before devi is invoked there are other energies various siddhis and uh, yoginis yakshinis and um, nityas i will come to nitya in a moment they are invoked before you invoke the devi so right in the center of shri yantra like an auditorium in the middle is the speaker devi is called bandhav vasini there's a dot right in the middle that's where devi lives because everything has originated from a dot you can call that dot a sperm you can call that dot an egg you can call that dot the seed of the universe and there are 15 devis called 15 nityas before i talk about that before i go further on shri yantra how you invoke devi depends on which kind of mantra you are initiated into in panchadashi the fifth mantra of 15 uh letters put it this way syllables would be the right word there are three types of vidyas three types of mantras one is called kadi vidya one is called hadi vidya one is called sadi vidya different sages invoked different they invoked devi with different mantras so depending on the lineage you are initiated into you would know which is your mantra your guru would tell you now fast forward to shri yantra again so there are 12 nityas called companion energies of devi that are invoked depending on whether you are a householder or you are a sanyasi or an ancient or you're somewhere in between half householder half sanyasi 
or depending on your goal, your guru is going to give you the process of worship, which is done in one of the three ways. First is called sthiti kram, uh, srishti kram. In srishti kram, kram means sequence. In srishti kram, you are going to invoke the 15 devis over 15 dates of lunar calendar. And 16th at the cusp is Mother Divine herself. Second is called Sthiti Kram. Srishti Kram is used for householders because they have desires they want to fulfill. Desires uh, relating to themselves, their children, their families and so on. Very rarely a householder is without desire. There's always something he or she wants get to still get done in their life. So for them, it's Srishti Kram. They are going to start on the first, on the waxing moon, that phase when moon is waxing, on the first lunar date. So in Srishti Kram, you invoke the Devi by, by way of expansion. You will start on the first night and you will go for 15 nights. 16th is the cusp when that ends. Tameshwari, Bhagmalini, Nittakalinna, Bharunda, Vahinivasni, Mahavrijeshwari, Shivaduti, Turita, Kulusundri, Nitya, Nilpataka, Vijaya, Swarmangala, Jolamalini, Chitra, Mahanitya. Nityan Mahanitya. 15 Devis. Each night you invoke one Devi. And on the 16th, you invoke the Devi, Mother Goddess. Her appearance is momentary. Only an extraordinary, extraordinary practitioner can hold the form of Devi for any more than a moment. Because she is in the cusp of that date. There is no 16th date as such. It only comes for a very short period. For a sannyasi, for a renunciant, they are not really supposed to fulfill their desires. They're not supposed to keep their desires in their heart and, and, and go after them like a householder would. So they go for what's called Sangharakram. Sanghar is destruction. The sequence of destruction. Householders would go for the sequence of creation. In sequence of destruction, the process is reversed. And then there is a Sthitikram. Sthitikram is to sustain. Srishti Kartri Brahma Rupa Goptri Govinda Rupini Sangharini Rudra Rupa Tirodhan Kareshwari Sadashiva Anugrada Panchakritya Prayana That Devi alone assumes the form of Brahma and creates as Brahma. She assumes the form of Vishnu and sustains. She assumes the form of Shiva and destroys. She takes on the form of uh, Ishwar and just gets everything in order, that, uh, that cleansing, complete Tirodhan, annihilation. And then she alone bestows grace to bring everything back to life. These are simply five different aspects of Mother Goddess.